Dear God, dear God's people. Dear God, dear God's people. Dear God, dear God's people. Dear, 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 dear Hey guys, so welcome to episode three of Dear God's People. Now I just want to clear the air. No, today's episode is not about cleaning your house or cleaning your room. Well, actually kind of sorta. Today's more so about, well, we'll try to incorporate it a little bit, but it is 100% more so about cleaning out your soul. Yes, today we are going to clean out that 1-800 storage dump that is all up in there okay so as human beings we have a knack for keeping a tally of all the times we were right or remembering all the events that happened in our lives because we always want to tell a story I mean it's fine everybody likes to tell a story I like to tell a story I know you like to tell a story we all tell stories right but do you actually think that we should really keep and store everything that we do We store so much information that sometimes we don't even remember the things that we're storing until the time for us to pull it up comes. And so let me just tell y'all, can I be, can I be honest with y'all, you guys? Not that I haven't been honest, but let's just be real. I know that I am the queen, the Don Perignon, the kingpin, kingpin, you know what I mean? of storage keeping okay I can own it I can wear my crown I can dust it off put it back on <sighs> blow on it I know my calling I'm the queen of storage I'm working on it but I am the storage queen that's even why I have the right to have this conversation with you guys okay I'm honestly that person that keeps every single birthday card every single picture every single friendship bracelet or weird symbolic gift like you know what it's story time let me pull up one of the stories from my storage account okay so i have this best friend his name is oj shout out to you been best friends since god knows when i think since i was like 16 but he used to have this orange um it's like a rubber band i don't know what era everybody's from listening but there was this era of silly bands If you know it, you know it. And so he used to have this orange silly band that he wore everywhere. And one day he took it off and I looked at him like, oh, that's a crown. Queen, crown, me. It just all went together. So my key like life goal at that point in time in my young adult life was to be the owner of this silly band. And so I would always try to steal it. And then one day I finally got it. And then I used to wear it everywhere. I had it for so long. I think I didn't even throw it out until maybe like two and a half years ago just just to give you all a little timeline i'm about to be 28 next year so whether you're a mathematician in the audience or not we all know that that was a long lifespan right so moving on to the next story because you know there's many in the vault I have this one other friend that always tells me, which I wish he wouldn't do, but he always tells me that I have some type of extensive memory compartment in my brain that does not let me let go of things mentally. Mind you, I do sometimes, but somehow I can't get them out of the recycle bin. So there you have it. Like literally think of me as the Apple 299 extra fee a month, additional 250 to one terabyte of storage. That is my memory compartment. Now, 95% of the time we laugh about it, but more so recently, I've been dwelling on the 5% 
just trying to figure out why. Like, Lord, why am I like this? Sir, no, as a matter of fact, why are we all like this? <laughs> you thought that I would take this heat alone, right? Mm-mm, we doing this together. Now, a few months ago, I was helping my family clean up our garage. Um, light on the clean and heavy on the relaxing and telling people where to put things and what to do because cleaning is not something that I enjoy doing. Well, certain aspects of cleaning are therapeutic, like dishwashing with some lavender soap or washing the sink is therapeutic for me because I play lots of great gospel music while I clean. But cleaning is not my calling in life. Like, it is not on my resume. So you kind of understand that cleaning is not something that I do. Back to the story. So my dad pulled out this bag of stuffed animals, right? Now this bag was huge. Like it had a half life-size teddy bear and a whole bunch of like Build-A-Bears in it. I don't even know how to describe it. Like one man couldn't hold it and be seen above it is how big this bag was. And he was like, "Uh -uh. now do you need all of these? And I laughed. Like who wouldn't laugh if their father said something like that? I was like, sir, (laughs) I don't need a single one. No, thank you. Now, all of those teddy bears were from previous, what do we call? Uh, We call them situationships, entanglements. That's what it is. We call them entanglements now. And I hadn't even thought of even getting rid of those bears because they were out of sight and out of mind. Having them present and right in front of me, though, in that moment, oh, boy, oh, boy, it triggered a flood of memories. Memories of always thinking I wasn't good enough. Memories of doing so much and most of it going unseen. Memories of desiring to be noticed or cared about in ways that I thought I needed to be cared about by significant others. Just, ugh. But then following that dark cloud moment was a general reflection on my growth and realizing that some of those past experiences actually have played a role in my current relationships and how I view some people I encounter. As I started to go through the teddy bears and then throw them out one by one and remember who gave me what or when what was bought or just when I went through that whole process I kind of just had an understanding of like wow I am the way that I am because of those experiences and not really how my current significant other makes me feel but because in the past these situations played out the ways that they played out and I've been carrying this like invisible burden is how I would explain it. Like you ever felt like gloom over your day and you couldn't even quite point out why you were gloomy. Like nobody made you upset. You were just eh. like it was raining outside and your plans got canceled eh, would be how I would describe it. But yes, carrying this burden that hasn't been put upon me because of where I am now, but because of where I've been. So going into the house, it kind of felt like In the winter, when you're going out, you want to make sure that you stay warm. And so you put on a shirt, and then you put on a sweater, and then you put on a coat, and then you put on some socks, and then you put on some shoes, and then you put on a scarf, and then you cover your ears. You just do the whole night. You got to protect yourself. You got to stay warm. And then you have that moment like, okay, I can tackle the world and everything I don't want thrown at me. Literally walking into the house felt like returning from conquering that storm where you have to take off the jacket, take off the scarf, take off the coat, take off the shoes, take off the socks, take off the long johns, like take all of it. And then you're finally just like, "Ah, I am free. 
Like, after that moment, I was kind of just like, okay, what else do I need to unpack? Like, what else has been secretly lingering in the background of my mind? And even in the back of my closet, Operation Clean His Temple hmm, had commenced. And so I came up with a title and everything, yet still didn't know what and where to begin with, right? So what box to open, what section of my brain to unpack, what to poke at, what to uncover and close up really quick. I didn't know where to start. And God is just so funny. I promise you a real class act comedian. I'll tell you that. (laughs) But I remember sitting on the corner of my bed and just feeling something under my comforter that was a little pokey, but not really pokey. And so I lifted my blanket and then lo and behold, in the words of my African mother, there was my Bible. And so I laughed and then I grabbed my iPad and then I just started writing about the experience I had had. I searched online what his words said about holding on to things and then found portions in my manual to read. And so the first scripture that I came across was Ephesians 4, 31 to 32. And it said, let it all go. All bitterness, wrath, anger, slander. I'm going to do a couple of ad libs of my own and put in jealousy, sorrow, depressive states, loss, failure, poor decisions, hurt. It could go on and on, but just let it all go. Be kind to one another. And with that, have grace and forgive the way our God in Christ has forgiven us. Now, God loves his checks and balances. No scripture goes without confirmation from another part of scripture. So he hit me with another one. He hit me with Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, and then followed it right up with Matthew 6, 14 to 15. And that in summary says, yo, listen, if you want God to forgive you of all your wrongdoings, you must. And he didn't just say you should or perhaps consider, but he said you must, M-U-S-T, not must like you stink, but like must, like you have to. You have to forgive others of their wrongdoings. And that goes for the things that directly or indirectly are considered wrong. I know a lot of us try to find loopholes, so let me just cover the gray areas too, okay? So I made a list. Pains that secretly still poke at my sides and linger in my mind. And then at the bottom, I put anyone or anything that I can't remember, Lord. And then I prayed. I prayed down the house. Hopefully you have visualized a house, mud, brick, stone, stick, whatever, blow your house down. (sighs) Prayed the house down. Okay. Now forgiveness doesn't always have to be a phone call or a hey big head (laughs) sometimes forgiveness just needs to be acknowledgement and realization followed by a word with the ultimate one a dear god i realized i've been harboring all of this inside and i didn't know how much it was taking a toll on me father any one of these things that have hurt me or caused me to turn from your light and purpose for my life father take it away from me carry this burden so that i can get on the right path Let this hurt not seep into my relationships with my family, future friendships, my relationship with your chosen one for me, my communications with anyone at all, Lord. Even when I don't feel like I've done wrong or that forgiveness is deserved, Father, cause conviction to fall upon me. A swift reminder that though I haven't deserved your love and your grace, you've held on to me all the more. I no longer want to be angry and hurt but want to live in the love and joy that you've declared upon my life. 
Your word tells me not to repay evil with evil, but to give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Guide me to live this honorable life. As I forgive the wrongs of other fa- others, Father, forgive me of even holding on to the pains. In the freedom provided by your son, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. A clear mind was only a part of the equation. I then needed to clear the space, man. Like, I didn't want to clean, but I had to. And then I noticed that with a lot of these thoughts and memories, I noticed that I had items of clothing, jewelry, bags, shoes, pictures, even pens. Y'all, I have a pen stash. I love a good pen. But they came along with the memories. And then so I had to begin going through my closet and finding all the unnecessary things that I was holding on to. And then I began to separate what I needed from what was just in the way, like what I just didn't want to let go because it was attached to a memory or an experience. There were raw points like through this. If I'm going to be quite honest, since I keep saying that I need to be honest, I cried like I prayed and I cried. I had a couple of depressive states where I kind of bought items just to buy them anybody ever been through that I cannot be the only one that's been through this just like it's therapeutic shopping that's what they call it it's not a sickness it's not a problem but I had that and there were so many items like while I was cleaning that still had tags on them like they had never seen the light of day and I just had to keep thanking God like thank you for this revelation thank you for showing me I can't let go of this bag Please give me conviction, puts bag back in closet, takes bag out of closet, puts bag back in closet. Like, it's just something that I needed to do. Side note, I gave the bag away. There were so many things I could have donated or given to someone else in need that I truly didn't need. So I collected those things and I just gave them all away. Even after doing that, there was a second round of purging that I even went through. Like, I had... I had and I still have unfortunately a lot of things okay and so I feel like or in that moment and even right now because I still purge things I feel like I'm leveling up every time I let something go that has kind of like been a shackle in my life I moved my bed I even got a new bed frame I took down all the wall art that I used to have I redecorated I got me some fake leaves from Shein.com Shein you want to sponsor this go ahead I don't care I'm here for it but I changed my dark curtains to yellow light happy-go-lucky ones like just joy comes in the morning but it was nighttime when I did this right (laughs) but (laughs) this is just a little bit of my process in overcoming just a portion of my storage but my question to you now is are you ready to start and if not that's okay but what exactly is holding you back I started this episode like two months ago y'all and you want to know what was holding me back the rest of my cleaning. There were so many other things God needed to work on with me. There were a lot of tears and angry nights, a lot of questions and things I needed to accept. Through it all, one thing that remained true was God and his word. The more I began to accept everything his scripture had said, 
Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, Romans 12, 17 to 21, Matthew 6, 14 to 15, Mark 11, 25, Leviticus 19, 18, Luke 17, 34, Proverbs 19, 11, Colossians 3, 13, Matthew 18, 21 to 22. It was all the truth and I needed to start living in it. This episode is just another part of that journey. The more I stick to what he says and what he wants, the happier I see myself becoming. Like a part of me was afraid that I'd be judged, like, oh, she's lacking that spiritual oomph or she doesn't seem like she knows what she's doing. But that's exactly what I am. I'm imperfect. Like, and I'm okay with that. At the end of the day, he will always know my heart and always see my efforts in trying to walk the path he has chosen for me. And the same goes for each and every one of you listening. Now, your journey doesn't have to be exposed (laughs) for everyone around to see in order for you to be blessed by him, but it needs to start. We all escape and outpour in different ways. Identify the best way that works for you to start to clear out your storage unit. You can start slow or choose to rip the bandaid off. All that matters is that you started and you will one day finish. Even after all of this, I'm still not done. (laughs) Life is a continuous lesson that's being learned each and every day. So yes, there will be times where I will be angry or I will get upset, which is also followed by remembering and reflecting and then also letting go and processing. And that will always be my saving grace. As always, you guys have done it again. You've stuck through to the end of the episode. But I hope there were a couple of golden nuggets that you guys were able to take away and will be able to apply to your own lives. And so I'm going to go ahead and close this out with a really quick prayer, as always. Dear God, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for this moment, indeed. The songwriter says, I thought I knew what love was, but I truly did not know until I knew you. Thank you for always forgiving me, even when I don't think I deserve it. Thank you for convicting me when I choose a path that is not your own. Thank you for helping me see where I've been and how far I've come. And this may be the longest journey, but I know it's the most rewarding one. It is for all of us. Help us always choose you. In choosing you, we are choosing the righteous pathway. And in those small decisions that we make that don't glorify ourselves, but glorify you, we are making a difference. Sometimes a little I forgive you shows glory, your glory in our lives to someone who never knew you or needs just a moment like that to want to know you. Thank you for choosing to use each and every one of us to bring our brothers and sisters closer and closer to you. Thank you for all of this love and this opportunity right here. In Jesus' name, I want to humbly pray and just give thanks and glory onto your name for what you're doing and what you have in store. We honestly can't wait. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. That's a wrap for today's episode, and I can't wait to speak to you guys next Wednesday. Bye.